Did anyone see the movie Tron? No. 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 Yes. I mean, I mean, no. No. Popheads, welcome to issue 141 of the TomCast Popcast, coming to you from uh, a secret corner in Caster's Bar, on the just off the grid. No, it's on the grid. I can't tell. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for checking out this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to follow us on social media, at TomCast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure that you are liking, subscribing, sharing the show with all your friends, families, loved ones, enemies, people you're in, in blood feuds with. Those are, the, those are the kind of listeners we need to get to this show immediately. We are on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora Music, and yeah, so many more, so many more. And if we're not on one, let me know. We'll get on that right away. If you are listening, listening to us via Apple Podcasts, please take the time to write us a five-star review. Or just, you know, highlight those five stars on, on your on your app. It's a great way to help uh, promote the show, help spread the word about the show, and get get more ears to check us out. I would truly, truly appreciate it if you could take the time to do so. Alrighty. Hey, guess what? There's people who love this show so much and want to make sure that, that we keep creating uh, the best content that we possibly can create for you, for you all, uh, that they are official members of Pophead Nation, and they are... My, my dear sweet friends, I love them all so dearly. But you can become an official member of Pophead Nation too. Head over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You will gain access to bonus content. Sweet, sweet, sweet bonus content. The nectar of life. It will sustain you and keep you warm at night. Thank you so much to our current Patreons. The Aspen Hill Chody, The Batman of Bay Park. Jeff Nail. Jeff is the co-host of a fantastic music podcast called Ringing Here. Be sure to check that out. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, and our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, making the finest quality ales that we like to consume on this podcast. Alrighty, that's it. Oh, wait, one more thing. We are part of the 3BZine Network of Podcasts. 3BZine.com is where you can go to find all the links to the shows on the network. That includes Beer Night in San Diego, this show, the TomCast Podcast, and our Star Wars focus show, MandoVision. We also have a store envy page for sweet, sweet merch, if you're looking for sweet, sweet merch. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into the show today. We have a, we have a, a long overdue... Uh, 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 this is the long overdue conclusion of a crossover that I, I was lucky enough to do with my friends over at the Co is G podcast, which is the Come On, It's Still Good podcast. Uh, back on episode, uh, back in in their show, go to Co is G Pod. Find the episode. It's episode seventeen. It's from uh, November twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty. We did part one of this crossover, and that was a a rewatching of the nineteen eighty two classic Tron with Bruce Boxleitner and Jeff Bridges and and crazy CG effects and, and you know kind of pioneering CG effects if you really think about it uh, in the in the context of the development of computer graphics and things of that nature. Tron was a was a big 
big stepping stone for for a lot of a lot of movies going forward. Uh, and today we're here to complete the duology of Tron. We are here to discuss Tron Legacy, a a movie that is that is a movie that is. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I think you, if y'all listen to, to part one, you kind of know I have some thoughts about the first Tron. Uh, and I, so I definitely have some thoughts about Tron Legacy. But it's always fun to sit down with my friends at CoSG. Uh, Reagan and Rob and Ryan, uh, we've all known each other since we were teenagers. Well, maybe not Rob. He's always a little bit, he's a little bit older than all of us. I think he was 40 when I met. No, I'm just, I'm Rob, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Relax. But it's always a good time to sit down with those guys and, and discuss movies uh, because, hey, I was part of that group with them. We, we sat at their house quite often watching uh, an endless number of movies off of VHS video cassettes. So many, so many off of the, off the VHS. So let's talk a little bit about Tron Legacy. Uh, this movie is directed by Joseph Kozinski, who you may know uh, from directing Oblivion. You know, that, that's a fairly big movie for him, direct, hanging out with Tom Cruise, for God's sake. He also directed Only the Brave, which was a firefighter movie. You may remember that one. I think it's based on a true story, too. And uh, most interestingly to me, uh, I didn't realize this at first, uh, but Kozinski is also the director of the forthcoming Top Gun Maverick, which you may remember I said is, after after that trailer dropped uh, at Comic-Con, which seemed like forever ago, because it was Comic-Con 2019, uh, when, when, when Tom Cruise came to San Diego to drop that that. Top Gun trailer, I, I described it as the greatest movie I never knew I wanted to see, which was Top Gun Maverick. So, so Kozinski's got some big things going on. This is his first film. This is his debut debut film, uh, and he was given uh, quite the challenge with 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 Tron Legacy. Uh, you have a, a screenplay by Edward Katzis, Adam Horowitz, and anyone else getting credit? Brian Brian Klugman, Lee Sternthal gets the credit, Stephen uh, Lisberger, and. Bonnie McBaird. Oh, she created the characters. Sorry, Steven Lisberger and Bonnie McBaird, I'm sorry, were the creators of the original characters. So that's what's going on with those guys. So those are kind of your creative talents. We also have a big cast of, of, of actors. Of course, returning to the role of Kevin Flynn is Jeff Bridges. Uh, Garrett Hedlund steps into the role of his, as his son of Sam Flynn. You have Olivia, Olivia Wilde as Quora. Bruce Boxleitner returns... Excuse me, Bruce Boxleitner returns as Alan Bradley slash Tron. You have James Frain as Jarvis. Boo Garrett as Jim, Michael Sheen as Caster slash Zeus, which is an interesting performance that we talk a lot about on this podcast. And those are kind of like your heavies for, for the for the movie. That's your, that's your big one there. And you, we should also mention the cameo from Daft Punk. R.I.P. Daft Punk, you have recently broken up, but you are immortalized in the film Tron Legacy. And hey, that's good for good on ya. Good on ya. So that's kind of the vital stats for the for the film. So now we're gonna dive into the conversation. I'm sorry, I hope I haven't taken too long, but let's get into it. Let's do what we have to do, which is sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. This is the TomCast podcast coming together with CoIsG, the Come On, It's So Good podcast. Get ready for a fun time. I had a blast with these guys. I, I hope we can all hang out and do more podcasts together in the future because it was uh just again, I mean, we 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 luckily for for all you wonderful listeners, we we saved a lot of our nostalgia talk for after the the podcast was over, so we don't get on too many too we don't wander down too many sidetracks. But uh, it, it was a lot of fun to hang out these guys and discuss Tron too. They are these guys are big Tron uh, enthusiasts, so I I had I had to to I had, I had an uphill battle to convince them that this movie has got some problems, but it's a fun conversation. I hope you all enjoy it. Here we go. Thank you. 
I fight for the users. All right, hey, joining me via Skype. So excited. We're finally completing our crossover that started in November. <laughs> joining me now, the Co is G podcast. Boys, introduce yourselves for the audience. Greetings, programs. Undefeated champ Reagan here. You're going to start that shit already, huh? <laughs> of course. It's typical greeting. <laughs> I mean, when you get a brand, you stick to All right, it. Fair enough. <laughs> Hello oh, there. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of stepped on your line, though. I mean, if Ray's not going to throw it to me, I'll just have oh, to stay I mean, out. I, I mean, we're not doing that. Right. And of course, I'm joined by my brother, Ryan. Hello there. There it is. Got our other brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. <laughs> Rob, a man of. of, of refined words <laughs> thank you what so we should have got a drink in your hand before this show oh really <laughs> well i'm so happy we're, we're doing this finally it's long overdue uh we are here to talk about tron legacy uh and, and people can go back and they listen to part one where we talked about the original tron it's episode 17 of the co is g pod uh it, the air date was 11 uh, november 25th so long ago that was a while. That is a long time ago. I'll be honest. You guys kept me up way past my bedtime, and I just finally recovered. <laughs> well, we do like to record super late into the night. I, can, I don't. Let me pull back the curtain just a little bit. You guys are on the East Coast. You're based in Maryland. It is extremely late where you are already. It's almost 11 o'clock. It is. <laughs> a great time to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's why we wait till the weekends. And you all have wives and families and stuff. I mean, it's, it's wild. But I guess yes, this is do. when you can get away from everybody for a little bit. Yeah, and hopefully I won't fall asleep while we're talking. But if I if I do, just shake something. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Normally yet. these movies enrage you so much that it, it <laughs> fills you with fire that keeps you going. Well, I mean, what do you what do you think about today's mu- movie? Do you think it's going to inspire me to? Uh, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. Like oh this thing. I haven't said a thing Ooh, yet. I just, naughty. I just, I just want to know where you thought I was going. I just was curious. I know you don't like fun and freedom, so you're probably <laughs> against it. Freedom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So yes, we are here to talk about Tron Legacy. Came out in 2010. Now you guys, as everyone who hopefully listened to part one of the show, and by the way, I should mention. That having you guys on the podcast all at once is probably like forty three percent of my listening audience. So this is a terrible <laughs> idea. The, having you guys all in here together was uh, down, bad for my numbers. Really bad. Don't worry, I'll still download it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably well, still listen to it. Reagan I loves him some Reagan. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are you, you grew up with Tron. Tron is like ingrained in your DNA in a lot of senses. Yes, especially as, as we established with with with. <laughs> No one, no one can see it. It's a podcast. I, no one can I see know, your VHS. I was about to show you that I found our original video cassette of the original Tron taped off of HBO in 1984. <laughs> I mean, probably was like 85, but yeah, it's right around there, whenever. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing that cassette in, in the house many a times. Yeah. And yes, yeah. yeah, spoiler alert, I, we, we all basically grew up together, like, you know, our yeah. late teens through our 20s. So I'm we have a familiarity sure with cassette. each other. I'm sorry. We have a familiarity with one another. We we all know each other very very well. So uh, yeah. we, this, this, we it will be very easy for us to to, to get the show off the rails, and it could happen. Oh, yeah. that's that's, <laughs> that's our special. Not uncommon. That's kind uh, well, of our brand. Reagan's right? been on, like... Reagan's been on enough episodes. People probably know this already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They're like, oh no, that guy is gonna talk about fucking Picard again. Oh no. About actually fucking Picard? You oh, sicko? If only. <laughs> we usually talk about his dreams on the podcast, but I mean I mean you could have worse dreams out there. <laughs> hey, Patrick Stewart is a very attractive man. I I yeah. won't deny you that. Mm-hmm. All right, Tron Legacy. Make it so. The, 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 you guys love the original Tron so much, and in 2010, you finally got the the sequel that that many other Tron fans consider to be long overdue. Uh, let's just cut to the chase. Did you guys? Was it everything you wanted it to be? Yes. <laughs> I saw it no. twice in theaters. <laughs> no, it wasn't everything you wanted it to be. It was not a perfect movie. No, it, it was, was fan- perfect, it was but it was everything great. I wanted. I waited 20 years for this. Are you kidding? Of course it was. It's I gorgeous. Think the, I think the question was, was everything you wanted to be? I'm pretty sure you okay. could say that. The, the one thing that I didn't get was Tron 3. Tron oh, because they didn't make one. Yes. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you have wanted your up, boy, though. your namesake, to be added into the movie? It's, I mean, wouldn't that have been something uh, you wanted? He is on the extras in the DVD. I know, but he did not make the, the cut. Like, when you went to it's theaters right, to you... see it twice, as you just pointed out to us, Ram uh-huh. was not featured anywhere, it's... even as Popcorn Guy. He wasn't Popcorn Guy <laughs> in this one. He wasn't Ram. He's he wasn't Popcorn there. Guy there. And Ram <laughs> died. But I, no. I didn't need Ram in this movie. There's a lot going okay. on. I was just trying to point out something that maybe would have been... Would you ever had Ram be, like, um, um, caster? Or what's the the bartender on Oh yeah, yeah. Caster, Caster, Caster. You're at that then, Ram. No. Yeah, I would have been annoyed that Flynn went over to the other grid, and got the Ram program, and then made him a bartender. Right. Well, he's a little more than a bartender. I mean, you're you're. I'm downplaying it. Yeah, downplaying Caster's character a little bit, even though, I mean, you know, truth time, Caster's not a good character. I mean, I I could not disagree more. I agree with Ryan. (laughs) I I don't love the character. I mean, I mean, when I when I saw Tron Legacy, I did, I was like, I was like, this is great to finally, have, especially the hype leading up to it. I was like, they're finally doing something with this franchise that they should do. You know, you got you got to see some of the 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 leaked grabs of kind of what the the new Tron fits. You know, their their uniforms. The uniforms what would yeah. be the best word that you call them? Suits. suits. Uh, we're coming out. Although rewatching it now, because I haven't seen it in some years. The the effects of age now, and I, sure. I almost I, I almost because of the nostalgia good. factor like the eighty four suits better than the two thousand ten suits because it's not the new shiny car anymore they're both old and now you just kind of see that and you're like oh that was a weird design they did like ten years ago you know like but the, that that classic car looks great like so I the 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 new toy shiny wasn't there for me anymore so you know. That, that's just that's just what I thought as I was watching it, rewatching it again. Well, I mean, so I mean, Ryan, you mentioned like the hype on it. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, this this movie. I mean, I remember going to Comic Con every summer, and I, it was something like like three or four years in a row they were hyping this movie before it finally came out. I mean, it was years. it was every year there was like some new Tron presentation, and it's like, why don't they just make this movie and put it out already? Right, they show a shot of a new recognizer, and you'd be like, whoa, <laughs> like look at that thing, like. Well, they, it's they had that secret trailer at Comic Con, mm-hmm. where it was like an idea for Tron Two, right? That right. melted the internet. That spoiler, I did go on YouTube and watch, and sure. had to find the shitty version of the video that's like the bootleg version, so I could hear the crowd cheer. Yeah, like, with like that's, I was, 
Yeah, yeah. Like you could see a guy's shoulder. But I watched that. I thought about sending it to you, but I was like, I don't want to be made fun of. Oh, but I, I remember it. texting Tom and being like, were you there? Did you get into that? And no, he was at some other. He was at some I'm, Marvel thing. I'm sure or, it was at a, a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern panel. And, you know, that yeah, worked out I, way better for me. It was such me. a secret <laughs> Tron thing. But, um, gosh, uh, like, you guys want to get into the movie? Or is there any more kind yeah. of preamble you want to get to first? Do your show, bro. Let's go into 1989. The movie opens 1989, and the most terrifying image of a CG Jeff Bridges haunts my screen in my dreams from now until the end of time. <laughs> not, yeah, that didn't as, age well, did it? <laughs> well, actually, I thought it aged better because I remember it being so horrific and terrible. <laughs> when I watched it this oh, time, I, I was like, you know what? They did a they did a better job than I thought they did, right? Like when you remember something, but yeah, it's not perfect, but they knew it wasn't perfect even at the time, so they did a lot of that behind the back where it's just mm-hmm. his hair you know very right. briefly they try to really show his i mean later on when he's i mean it's clue there's a lot yeah. of clue in this movie there's a lot of clue but you know even some of that they try to, to downplay slightly when he's in the helmet most mm-hmm. of the time you know yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. but that even though it, it it's not good I'll, I'll be honest but it was it was pretty new technology that you know like i hadn't done many of those cgi what do they call them? Like de-aging. Yeah. They did like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like one of the Terminators and they'd done. Yeah. But it was, it was pretty new, but I mean, I thought it looked my memory. was so horrible when I saw it now. I was like, it's not as bad as I remember. It's pretty good for, for the time. You know, it just seemed to, that's just me. By the way, I have to pause here because I gotta, I gotta put a little pin in this conversation because I totally skipped over box office Rob. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Oh. We do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's we don't remember until the end. <laughs> I was so excited to talk about the terrifying Jeff Bridges CGI that I, I, I completely skipped box office Rob's segment of the show. Rob, do your all thing. Right. So, so we want to talk about the the, the box office. All right. So this is a, movie had a bit of a budget. Say this has got to be. Un- this is like two hundred million, I think. It's up there. It's got to be. I remember up there. correctly. I was going to guess around one eighty myself, but it, it's a lot. What's a good guess? This is a good guess. Is any any guess, Tom, on his budget for this movie, two thousand ten? Uh, Some special effects, not a whole lot, just a little bit. You know? <laughs> a lot of batteries. I heard from 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 what I heard, they went yeah, through a lot that, of batteries for those suits. Twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, Tom, I, I, Tom I, Rob I, always likes. I was going to say, Rob always likes if you ask if he adjusted for inflation. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. 150? Somewhere around there? It's $170 million. Wow. Okay. It made like 463 or something worldwide. 400. Smashed it. So that's a lot of money, right? It made made a lot. It's a success. They like... They yeah. had a success on their hands. That's true. Like maybe if Disney didn't buy two unknown properties, they'd still be making Tron movies. So but, you know, I know you wanted to talk about this, Reagan. Um, wh- like what's what's the, what's the story, Morning Glory? What happened here? Oh, with Tron. Uh, well, that George Clooney Tomorrowland movie happened. That's a piece of shit. Yeah, they well, were, never they, seen it, but it flopped so badly that Disney got cold feet. Okay. Canceled the the Black Hole reboot or remake sequel because oh. in, in this movie you see the black hole poster because this director right after this was supposed to go and make bla- the black hole Kosin- and, uh, the director uh joseph kosinski by the way yeah who did um oblivion he did oblivion um he did you know what you know what he has coming up 
is is Top it, Gun Top big. Gun Two. He's doing Maverick. He's the director yes, of the Maverick. Yes, movie. Top Gun Two. That's what it was. Is Oblivion that Tom Cruise movie? Yeah, that you yep. hate. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I despise that movie. It was not good. <laughs> what do you feel about <laughs> the directing, though? Ah, uh, I don't know that whole football thing. I, I I don't remember much about it. I'd have to go in the bag and I'd have to break it down. Oh, I, just, I don't know if I want to put a. I, we're gonna watch a better Tom Cruise movie yeah. than that. Yeah, I, I, tomorrow, I mean, Tomorrowland was a real disaster. I I, I yeah. tried. I really wanted to like it, but it it just had so many storytelling problems. Um, yeah. and then they went and bought this little company called Marvel, <laughs> and they put all and their eggs in that basket. Yeah, and they're like, you know, we're gonna make a couple of these movies once in a while, right? And then a few years later, they're like, hey, man, you guys remember those movies from the 70s and 80s, uh, Star Wars? Let's buy that and see what we can do with it. So, that you know, I think Disney's going to be okay without Tron. Right, but, but Tron sort of got, like, lost in the shuffle, even though it was a financial Absolutely. success. Yeah, like, I mean, there's still the rumor out there that Jared Leto... Jared Leto... Leto? Leto? Anyway. Yeah, the Joker? Is trying, yeah, yeah, the Joker. Ugh. The, the worst Joker <laughs> is going to be in it as I don't know. Well, a I mean, program. I mean, we'll get to it, but like, there, there's definitely like, like some dangling, some 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 uh, wiggle room here at the end of the movie. You know, where they're like potentially oh, yeah. setting some things up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They they really try. I I think they were building to have you know many more. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they had, honestly. Uh, you know, in the in the new era we have now, they could totally do like a Disney Plus Tron show. Oh, for you know, sure. if they wanted they, to, they, they had a Disney Max show called Tron Uprising, the animated thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great show, beautifully animated. I thought about trying to watch it before uh, before we did this episode today, but mm-hmm. I, I I I simply ran out of time. I was kind of curious though about it. Yeah, it's like Elijah Wood, uh, Mandy Moore. Bunch of bunch of great people are involved. It was very entertaining, but once again, it was at a time when Disney was getting Marvel going. Mm-hmm. So I remember them swift, you know, switching time slots for this show. So my DVR was having problems finding it to record it for me. Right, right, right. So you know, it wasn't long for this world, but it was very good, Ryan. It's on Disney Plus, I'm sure, right it, now. It's yeah, yeah. check it out. I, it sounds vaguely familiar now that you mentioned it, but I've never laid eyes on it, so I, I should check it out. You know, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just going to say, the boys are very interested in watching Tron after looking it over my shoulder, so I think it's time to introduce them to oh, it, so I'll probably I, show them both. I'm so both. excited. I mean, I'm going to come yeah. and just stare through your window and watch it with them. <laughs> Why don't you, well, I guess it's... It's, it's COVID time. You know, I yeah, want to be After, cool. so after vaccine, oh. you can just come over and watch it with them. Oh, okay. I like how we have like we have like a year's worth of podcasts documenting uh, Reagan's rampant violations of, of COVID protocols. <laughs> <I don't> like <laughs> and now he wants ramp- to follow the rules. Now that the vaccine's on on the horizon, he's ready to follow rules. Right. I'm always a rule follower. <laughs> Walking around yeah. Anne Arundel Mall, Anne Arundel Mills uh, Mall with chicken wings. He always wings. wears masks and stuff. Yeah. He just goes oh. a lot of places. I mean, I don't, I don't go a lot of places. Okay. <laughs> with this, I'm to me. You go a lot of places. (laughs) Compared to most people, I go a lot of places. But Mrs. Undefeated Champ is, you know, true time. She runs the show of this household. So if she wants to go out somewhere, we're going out. (laughs) You know, you you mentioned, uh, you know, Disney obviously purchasing Marvel shortly after after Tron came out. Uh, It it was interesting because as as I was watching the movie earlier this week, uh, after the 1989 scene where, where... Jeff Bridges' character, uh, where Flynn walks away and gets on his motorcycle and rides off. 
and they they kind of do like that thing where it's like all the different screens and like what's been going on in that time and they yeah. show him they show uh Flynn at like some kind of giant conference thing like a, like a Steve Jobs esque kind of mm-hmm. conference right. thing and he he gets like this Jeff Bridges voice going on and I, I swear to God he sounded just like Obadiah in Iron Man and he's oh. like Tony Stark built this in a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. Digital Frontier. I mean, it's yeah. totally different. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's right after, you know, it's two years after years Obadiah. I mean, he still has the same beard. It's it's just funny, though, the way he kind of like, you, you hear that voice and like that, that instantly that's what I think of in my brain. Like Iron Man is just <laughs> so ingrained in it, I guess. Uh, so next, <laughs> after we get like this whole passage of time thing, we catch up with this kid who he's talking to in the beginning as a small child. But this is when we meet uh, Garrett Headland's character of, of Sam Flynn, who I hated. I didn't care you for him at all. It? I didn't like him. Uh, I liked him more. I, he's fine. Wait, did you I, not like him at any stage? Because he's supposed to be the, you know. eyes. He's supposed to be what? Our eyes. Like, you our know, eye. the... like our entry point character. Like he's, yeah. he's right. us in a sense. Yeah. But so, you, but he also grows throughout. Obviously, he's a good character. At first, he's just this—I this, want to say orphan, but not truly orphaned, abandoned kid who's got all this money, can do whatever he wants to do. So he's kind of got that "I don't give a shit" attitude. Right. And I didn't then care later on, he's he's <laughs> trying to you know save everybody, I guess. But yeah, I did. So I, did you, I didn't like the way that he's introduced at all. Like his his yeah. uh, rampant disrespect for authority bothered me. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna go tear ass on the freeway and you can't get you know you're not gonna you're gonna evade the cops come on that's not right. cool no helmet did he have a helmet i can't remember yeah, he had a helmet, helmet in the yeah, beginning the disney logo on the back it was uh it was nine or blend that left without a helmet one yeah. of them left without a yeah. helmet yeah, yeah. Right. and i think it's at the end of the movie he doesn't have a helmet on yeah he's on the on the, on the no, motorcycle crossing true. the that's bridge true. you need that sunrise on your face man i don't know like his i don't know he just i don't I, I don't know. The, 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 I think it's more more Garrett Hedlund's fault than than the the way the character is written. I, he just doesn't have any charisma for me. Right. Hmm. Maybe I'm alone on that. It seems like you guys uh, disagree. I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah, it's, I, I, I it's, I'm honestly that. not at this movie for him. You know what I mean? You're there for what was 23 I'm, years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm there for recognizers, light cycles. Which is That's totally not... what they did, by the way. And I don't know how much you want to jump in, but it was like... Go, go ahead. Go you ahead. could tell in this movie, it was just like... They had a fan service checklist, and they're mm-hmm. like... Oh, yeah. We've got oh, to yeah, have recognizers. Yeah. we got to have... We've got to, you know, crank it up to 11 on the deadly discs, uh-huh. the light cycles. we got to at least show the tanks. You know, we got we to gotta show... You know, like, yeah. everything was just amplified a little bit. You know, two blades or two two deadly discs. Oh. You know, don't don't say it like that. That was Bring awesome. in the big door. I yeah, the, big had door. the big door. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the big door was funny, and they gave a nod to the big door. I liked it. You know, I liked it. They had another Dillinger, which was a scarecrow again from Sunshine. You right. know, I was like, um, I totally forgot they had another Dillinger, and I was like, what? Who was he in the other world? Like I'm like I'm tr- throwing it oh. back to like tr- like tr- for Tron One, and I'm like. You... Who did I forget? And he was there for like 30 seconds. Yeah. I guess it was, again, a build-up for something future. Set in part three. He that was the original villain of part three. Yeah. Right. Because it seemed like, well, I mean, yeah. that's a, yeah. that's a He's gonna bring the pretty big movie, to, pretty big actor to have come in, uh, uh, Silly Murphy. Right. Um, yeah. And then, again, to have him, you know, be the son of Dillinger, which is, like, interesting. Yeah. But they don't really why do much they, with him. Why would they hire Dillinger's son? I don't know. 
he didn't do anything wrong. I'm just saying. I think he'd have a hard time. Why is he paying for the sins of the father? Bruce Boxleitner is very forgiving. Uh, (laughs) Well, I was saying, he was having a very high position. It wasn't even like they let him in the mail room. They're like, okay. He's obviously very good at what he does. He shuts down that that hack and... 20 okay. seconds. Well, I mean, OS OS 12. OS 12. And like, it's like, what's the difference? We put a 12 on it. Oh, 12 on the bottom. And I was like, oh, I hate yeah. this company already. What's gone? What's, what's yeah. happened to this company? What did Alan let happen? Alan what? didn't let. He was fighting it. He, he got yeah. kicked yeah. out. They, he, yeah, he was kicked off. Kicked just off. Like, just knows like that Lucius at Wayne Industries. Went into a computer in this world. What happened? Do they know he went into a computer? No, I think no, that's pretty secret. No, who? Uh, Flynn or? Any, anybody. He's telling his kid about it. Right. How he went and he met Tron. And does his kid think it's a fake story? Probably. He probably, probably. thinks it's a bedtime tale. Yeah, you know, right. Because like... he seems awfully surprised when he when he finds himself in on the grid. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be? I And I, I, wanna, I do want to mention that I do think the movie looks really good. Like, I, I was pretty impressed Amazing. with, like, the visuals of it. Like, Great soundtrack too. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, R.I.P. Daft Punk, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was great. They had a good and, run, and they went out on their own terms. Like. Yeah. And they had a little nod in the movie, and they even got a little like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. a head shake, change like the beat. Yeah. Yeah. Change the beat. I still don't know why programs need a dance club, but you know, I, like, that's <laughs> that's my. Also, like to get down. <laughs> I mean, that's still a problem with even the first movie, is, right? Is, right. Like, what with exactly? The <laughs> just I, anything I, with these programs why they have personalities and, and everything else you know not? humanistic yeah, I, I'm, you know. I'm glad Reagan brought up hookers though because I have that note written down yeah. after Sam gets uploaded into the into the oh. grid after after going to Flynn's arcade again more nostalgia for you going back to the arcade right and mm-hmm. he, hearing Europe on the jukebox it was Europe right it was um, Journey wasn't it Journey yeah Journey, was the journey? Was, okay um, my bad and then it switched from Journey to something else, but I can't remember what when he went into the basement. Um, you heard it muffled in the background, but I can't remember what it was. These was dreams, uh, sweet dreams, made of these. That's right, oh, yeah, sweet yeah. dreams. Yeah, your rhythmics, your rhythmics. Yeah, yeah. So, so Sam gets uploaded into the thing, and then yeah, the the, the creepy dressing room scene with the sexy prostitute robots programs. I didn't I like say. them. Like I think they're called like sirens when I look. They at called them sirens. sirens on, I yeah, I saw that but too. If you listen Watching to one of our that. previous episodes where I. I we were watching Austin Powers, and I dissed the fin bobs. Fin bobs is t- fin bobs. Is totally uh, yes, thank you. It's totally unnecessary. These sirens are complete, and I know I agree. They took one of them to you know phase you into the bar the later scene, on, yeah. but in general, yeah, 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 and totally unnecessary though. Would not make the Ryan cut of the movie if I. <laughs> I, I didn't think they just wanted to put women in this movie besides Cora. Okay, like it if they cut those a... four chicks out. There's one chick in this entire movie. Right, but they're yeah. dressing a dude. It's really weird. Right. <laughs> Did they do that for every program that comes in to go to the yeah, games? Every program or every user? Like you think it. it's like a user privilege? Or they actually they don't oh. know who's a user at that point, do they? No, they, they, know they, they, they just yeah. say he's different. different. They just say yeah. he's different, yeah. So they must dress everyone that's going to get suited up for the games. Because they're wearing like different clothes like in the... Uh, when they're all in the recognizer. They're not wearing right. those uniforms or anything. Yeah. And not all went instantly to the game. They're wearing street used. clothes. Yeah, some were changed into the the guards and soldiers. Right, right. They put the sorting hat on them and some went to the games. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) There's no Hufflepuff here. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then we get to the games. And and again, it looks great. And you you get your, your, what the hell are they called, Reagan? Death discs or whatever? 
Deadly discs. Deadly discs. <laughs> One behind his shoulder. Oh, I know. Yeah. I see it. I mean, that's another piece of nostalgia that was there. Is they had the Sark speech being played over the speakers for some reason. Right. Oh, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, you'll receive your disc, immediate deep resolution, whatever you know. And that was chestnut Sark's voice, but it was the it same. W- it was. It was, it was, it was in Jim's dialogue. Oh, okay, yeah, but it was the same dialogue. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, what did Sam or did Kevin Flynn put that in? Or did Clue put that? Like, why would they have Sark's speech, the villain from the first movie? No way Flynn put that in. I know. Why would that be there? That's what stuck out to me. I was like, I yeah. love that speech. Why is it here? Well, so, okay, so let me let me ask you this question then, because I, I, I was curious about this the entire time. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably end up jumping ahead a little bit here, because, okay, Clue, created by Flynn, is the bad guy, and right. and... Flynn creates Clue to help create the perfect program, right? Or the perfect... Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect system. system. Perfect system. Yeah. Thank you. And so his idea to create the perfect system is to replicate the one before it by bringing back the games and all this other stuff. I didn't... I was like, what is this? He just became... I feel like Clue was just another version of Master Control. Right. Or the, Yeah, the Master I, Control I, program, I, right? I don't think the games were deadly at first. Could you see like Clue go into a jet wall? He doesn't die from it, but maybe this is because Clue's strong. Yeah, but uh, uh, Londo Malari dies in in the first Tron. Oh yeah, the first first one. So that's the, death just, game. Yeah, I think when they made this games, they weren't because they they say that Flynn built that new uh, light cycle, the mm-hmm. white one, right for mm-hmm. the games. I, th- that was a plot device, you know that, right? It was just there so they could use it later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. But he, they used the line, he built it for the game, so Flynn must have put the games in. Again, I don't well, understand yeah, that's why... what made his money. Remember we discussed that on the first one, and he got all his money from games. He wasn't going to yeah. take that out of the grid. Space Paranoids, Matrix Blaster, a whole slew of them. I know. Yeah. Vice yeah. So Squad. So the games, I guess, still had to be a, a you know, but then, I guess... then he became, you know, Flynn the dude, and... You know, it just, just he, he just definitely became when... Flynn the dude. By the way, like, he, he was channeling a little Lebowski in this movie for oh, sure. Was, oh, I was for sure. Heavy. I think there's just a <laughs> lot of the Lebowski in Jeff Bridges. Well, it's true. That's I true. Understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I think he's just that guy <laughs> drinking his Stella Artois. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, outside of like No Country for Old Men or um, what was that really great one he was just in with uh, Captain Kirk. And uh, oh, um, Hell or High Water. Oh, yes, that was a great yes. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's fantastic in it. Yeah, oh, Jeff Bridges is awesome. I mean, that's yeah. that goes oh, without saying. Yeah. And actually, it would be I like what Ryan said. Actually, the idea of doing a sequel, like Disney Plus show for this, sounds really reasonable. And I don't know why Jeff Bridges would say no. Oh no, he loves money. I mean, he's sick right now. But once he hopefully you know gets better, and is he sick right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had big C. That. Oh, I didn't know. He, he posted a picture about it a couple yeah. months. I think he's in remission there. Oh, well, that's good. Our thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, to Jeff and, prayers. thoughts and prayers. Right on. Like you know, twenty twenty was hard enough. Twenty twenty one's not looking much better. Let's not lose Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> so, so right before we get the big reveal that Clue is is the one behind everything, uh, uh, you have your your deadly discs. Mm. Sam dispatches mm. the first guy. Uh, and then it's time for Rinsler, right? Uh, he he immediately destroys the second guy as well, yeah, and then yeah. tries to escape. Yes, he's trying to escape. He's a quick learner. He's a right. quick learner. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's Flynn's kid. 
All right. Yeah, of course, yeah. he'll be good at video yeah. games. At what the point is a little weaker in this point because when he leaves the game and it's like you know violation, like nothing happens. Right. Like, right. Like, well, Riddler shows his. up. Well, was it wasn't Rinsler in the lineup anyways, or no? I don't think so. Like because I thought Riddler was going to be the another... final opponent. Yeah, yeah I thought you see him running the across the case and a guy get hit. Yeah, someone threw that disc and it wasn't one of Rinsler's. Rinsler's yeah, yeah. Disc. Seeing Flint, I, I so think there, seeing Sam distracted that guy. He turned and followed and then got a disc yeah. in the back of the head. So, so you know, another program through that. Yeah. So I think they're just like, okay, you want to try and be cute, you're going to fight Rinsler. And it's awesome. The great fight. At what point during this fight do you realize that Rinsler is Tron? The first time I watched it, you want some truth time? <laughs> yes, I do. Too dumb, too into the movie. <laughs> didn't connect the dots until the end. I didn't get that. Yeah, like first time I watched it, I don't think I realized it until, I mean, not this fight, but not, not the end, but like somewhere in the middle. Like uh-huh. where they're it, in like Trin's. Flynn's pad or something like that or something like that. Yeah, it, way too long into the movie because I went the first time I watched it, I paid extra. I paid to watch the 3D version. Oh, so I was man. Like, if any movie's made to be watched in 3D, it's Tron Legacy. Was it, it? was fantastic in 3D. Okay. Yeah. Like, when when the guy gets hit with the deadly disc and he derezzes into you, it's awesome. That was, it was good. Like, like yeah. I said, the movie's And then the light really cycle, look at. you know, jumping over... Like, this is the type of movie to see in 3D. I mean, don't go see a 3D movie. Like, stop making does, them. Does anyone make them? Thank I think God. Stop. I, mean, I think they all I don't know. I think they're gone. I, I just until, don't want to, you know, you know Avatar 2. Power, I don't want them to come back for a third time. Avatar, like, 2, want, Avatar 2 will be they will. Brings it back. They will. I know. If I were the third movie, the third movie's of a, no, of a, the 80s. They don't do that <laughs> anymore. Well, they should like, bring that back. Every third movie should be in 3D. <laughs> Iron Man. So three you want you want 3D. Tron three whenever it comes out. Three D. Tron three D. In three D. Black Panther three in three D. Yeah, like what did you say? Was did you say John Wick? John Wick would have been great in three D. The third one. I mean, see him getting hit by a car and throwing at the screen at you. All the bullets coming at you. There's dogs. It'd be like knife and like sweat sweat beads just flying up the screen. Nobody wants that. I think Reagan does. I mean. I'm not going to complain. John Wick sweating on me. I mean, we're going to weird places on this podcast. Like. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. So I, as soon as, uh, as soon as, then uh, maybe it's just like the cynical part of me. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't as enraptured as you guys were watching it the first time, but as soon as uh, he pauses and doesn't kill Sam after he sees the blood, I was like, Oh, that's Tron. <laughs> well, oh. you know, you could see he has the, the same three spoilers for a, 11 year old movie sorry yeah i mean if you haven't watched it go log on to disney plus and watch it right now and be like wow this movie looks beautiful <laughs> and, yeah, and then later on as the movie goes on i, I was like okay I'm, it's definitely tron especially when he, when he does like the, the double dual the double discs and all that yeah. stuff and that's when they kind of really give it away yeah there, there's like a, a billion things so maybe that's why I, I was like oh wait a minute <laughs> Let me stop being in love for a minute. Like... <laughs> um, uh, 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 what is Olivia Wilde's character name? I forgot. Cora. Cora. Mm-hmm. All right. So Cora breaks up the light cycle chase. Uh, Sam's kind of on the ropes at that point. He's doing well, but he's kind of at the end. Oh of, yeah, Clue's about to kill him. Yeah. Right. And so she busts in with her. What is it like a light cycle light car, SUV? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I I I have a question during their getaway. 
Did anyone notice the way she was steering the car? I didn't. No, I didn't pay no. attention. <laughs> I can't. Go back and rewatch it. It's ridiculous the way she's steering that car. <laughs> Isn't she just like moving? It's like it's like a little kid driving one of those like uh yeah. you know little. Well, you don't know things. how those handle like <laughs> No one's ever seen a light car in Tron before. They might handle like shit. <laughs> the, the, you know. The physics engine probably needs to be tweaked in that simulation. It probably does. It just was one of the things. Like, I, it just like I was. I'm watching the scene. I was like, why is she moving her arms so much and her hands all over the place? Like, what is going on here? The direction. Move <laughs> your hands I, more. I really hope it was the direction. We're like, you're not moving your hands enough. <laughs> I mean, you would think like, you're on the grid per se. Like you're just gonna go straight, right? What do you gotta right. go left and right so much? Oh. Wait, was it when she got well, out of the grid and she they, said they can't they follow us here? Is right. that when they did yeah, it? Yeah, and she's just yeah. like da, 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 left and right, uh, up and down, up down, up down. Yeah. It was a little it nutty. Was a bumpy road. I, I thought it was a little nutty. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Sam's like still super confused what's going on, even though his dad has told him all these stories. Well, he was like eight when he heard those yeah. stories, so I mean. <laughs> all right, fair enough. But yeah. I, I'm not going to argue that point. But what did you all think of, of the Cora character? I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, <go ahead. laughs> I was I like, just... I'll let someone else take the lead. I just got Blake's stairs. Uh, Endor. Uh, don't like the the ISO or IO yeah. ISO thing. That yeah, I'm like, uh, and it's so vague about what they are and what they can do, which is basically everything. Yeah. Everything like. I was like, oh, yeah, they're gonna was... be like Jedi's in this move in this world now. Yeah, they're, they're, so like, if you had to explain it to people who haven't watched the movie, they're they're like this spontaneously generated computer program that can solve all the world's problems somehow, like all the world's problems. Yeah, right. it, it... yeah, that was crazy vague. That was they the were one like part. self-made, yeah. like they were not created by anybody though. They just uh, yeah, appeared. that that's the big part. They express that that you know, like okay, yeah, Flint he didn't says create, so life just kind of popped up. Yeah, when, when, Sam, when Sam meets up yeah. with his dad, which Cora's taking him to meet his dad, um, and and they're kind of explaining this whole thing. He calls him the miracle or something, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, and at that point, I'm just like, oh, this is okay. Plot time, ridiculous <laughs> plot time. Here we go. Right. <laughs> but I have. They need to have something for Clue to fight against. I guess, but so, and and that's part of the story is that Clue wipes them out. Like once he takes control of the of the system. Very easily. Yeah, very easily. He wipes them out. He's very good at what he does, right? And and, yeah. and Cora, I guess, is is she aware that she is an ISO? Or is, yeah, is that yeah, kept yeah, from her? Okay. Uh, she has she's a glowing the glowing tattoo. One. She has to That's know. That's right. She has to know. <laughs> and and, and right. she goes into hiding. Like, uh, Caster saves her and gets her to Flynn. Right. <sighs> All right. I don't even know how to proceed. <laughs> I, I didn't think her character honestly added very much to the whole story. No, I thought she was and, like a MacGuffin, like a walkie-talkie yeah. MacGuffin. And I find it hard to she believe just that... than a regular program. But also, he raised her like a daughter. Yeah. Just... Well, and again, I, I, I'm curious if this was something that was going to be played out more in a third movie, potentially. Yeah. And we just never I, really... Yeah, I assume so. So it's, it's kind of just left unfulfilled because of the way the movie ends and we never get to pick it up again. So right. I, 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 I bumped up against that a little bit because I was like, oh, a lot of this is kind of contrived and convenient at the same time. Um, I have to talk up to you about the dinner scene because I don't know what the fuck they're eating. <laughs> I was, I thought that too. And I was like, eh. I, mean, <laughs> I do like that they're drinking the same like um, – The energy water? Energy water. And then when they're in the bar later, they're all drinking the same water. And I was like – is that all there is to drink is just booze here? 
Like super energy boost? Like is it all Red Bull and vodka everywhere you go all the time? I don't understand a bar in a program. I don't. Again, this is one of those things I don't get. I definitely don't understand how Jeff Bridges is eating food and how he's been able to stay alive for like this amount of time. Worse or better than drinking from a frisbee energy stream? I mean, it's it's same level. I mean, it's just. It wasn't that. I mean, it wasn't. This version wasn't as charged with as much sexual tension. That's for sure. No, I mean well, obviously wouldn't fall in love with Ram. <laughs> yeah, Ram falls in love with Flint really fast. He yeah. sure does. But, I mean, also, who wouldn't? <laughs> Compared to the first movie, this one, I get, I feel a whole lot better about it. Thinking that this whole grid is a self-contained simulation that Flynn pretty much created everything in, except the the ISOs who spawned all by themselves. So he programmed, you know. Weird, you know, you know, looking like food to do whatever, you know, for, for, for you know, some reason to I mean, maintain your processes or, or whatever. He had to program that whole bachelor pad he had and everything. Right, there. right. I mean, um, now compared I, to like the first movie where it's just hiding hmm? afterwards. Yeah, I, I think. Can he, he write just, programs from inside the grid? Yeah, I think he could just touch stuff and make it happen. Yeah, I mean, okay. he, yeah. He, that's, I mean, he does that basically at certain. Right. Yeah, with movie. that with the elevator at the yeah. bar. But those books and things weren't made. Those were stuff he brought in uh, from before, he right? them like they did the orange. Right. Yeah, but he, if he built that after he was trapped and ex- exiled, he wasn't he coming in. He ran with his books and put them up there. All those books. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess he loaded them all into that site. He had other programs go to books or something. Maybe he made that pad before he Uh, ran out there. I don't know. Maybe he put his hands down on the ground and made the books. You think this was a total new grid built, not a grid based off the old new grid? No, I think it's totally new. I mean, because it's also, it has to be contained within that that server because, well, no, it doesn't have to be because they did page him from there. I was like, otherwise these programs are going to go out to other systems, right? right? Yeah, why didn't Sar or Clue find the internet? Uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted, I I wanted to bring this up with you. Thing, right? yeah. I wanted to bring this up yeah. with you because but he I, sends a page. Well, let's, yeah, I don't understand the phone line. Right. So, so let's let's talk about that a little bit because I, I, again, I, I my I still maintain that that Clue is just basically a fancier version of the Master Control program from the first one because he kind of has the same objective, except mm-hmm. it's a little bit more defined that he wants to take over the world, but he's much more literal about it. He wants to invade the real world through the portal. Right, and take his army yeah. with him, which yeah, I'm not even talking about. Wipe out humanity. Yeah, I'm humanity. not going to talk about how that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right? Why but, do you even want to? I mean, well, like, like, he doesn't like imperfection. All you need to do, it's out there. but they're programmed, so all they need to do is is create Wi-Fi and, <laughs> and get into everybody else's computers that way, oh, and they no. take over the entire world and can shut down anything they want. Oh, no, yeah, but they're, the on, they're on a computer that doesn't have Wi-Fi. I know. Have... So, so you get one person. That you you figure out how to send one person out. You don't even have to send an army, and you just plug in oh, yeah. A, yeah. A, a modem, <laughs> and then you're in business. <laughs> they're on an air gap computer in a skiff, but I then I don't know how they they sent the page out. Yeah, it makes no it sense. Must, the only connection that thing had was a phone line, like yeah. you know, because they it was dial-up back in there, back yeah. in the day, right? Right, whatever, you know. It was like cradle dial-up. Somebody had yeah, to put I mean, that Yes, put that. yeah. This is like war game shit. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when Sam goes into that room and he like sees the keys, do you think he's going to find a dead body in there? Like, Is that what he's I, thinking? I imagine. Like, that's all I, I could think about. It's like, oh my God, if there was a dead body, the smell after 20 years. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Like you probably smell it from the basement or I don't know. After twenty years, it probably doesn't smell as much anymore. It's probably just like a corpse or a skeleton with clothes on it and some hair. I guarantee it doesn't smell like roses. Oh, I'm sure not. How much did you enjoy that big uh, flat flat monitor that? uh, Oh, you know Reagan loved it. They were all over the place in the the Incom Tower computers in the table. Right, right. I mean, I I still say it's terrible for party time business. (laughs) that's all. That's what you would have had that room no downstairs in Flint's <laughs> arcade. Well, uh, I'm, I'm just... saying, you said he never, you know, took care of business down there. You're out of your mind. He had a couch and like a bed upstairs. That's where he t- we already He's talked about that in the walk first up one. Four flights of stairs, real quick. <laughs> so, uh, I, I have another question. That I don't think anyone has an answer to, but I, I am super curious now that we're we're kind of talking a little bit about uh, now that we're a little outside the box and we're kind of off the movie already. <laughs> Uh, Sam's mom. Who the fuck is Sam's mom? Uh, she was written out of the movie because they they wanted to be more about father and son. Okay, she was like dead in the backstory, and right, yeah, yeah. In that, like all the TVs, they they don't even give her a name. They just say Kevin Flynn's wife who died, (laughs) and then they move on. And I'm like, you can't even make up a name for this broad. Like that's that's brutal. I well, I was curious, and I don't I don't know if if it would I don't know I don't think it would work, but if 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 Flynn is aware of of these these ISOs and all this stuff that the, that can exist within the within the uh, within the uh, system, couldn't he have just like digitize his wife and put her in the in the system like you know Mister Freeze style? Sure. Yeah. Right. Would she still be sick? He probably could have. I mean, you're still you in the system. Yeah, but there's, you know, again, these ISOs would have been able to solve all these, all of his problems. Oh, that's true. That's true. She would have had to go like tongue kiss an ISO or something. And she would have been cured. <laughs> I don't know. It was something I just kind of thought of as, as as I was listening to you guys chat. I was like, you know, they didn't really address that mom issue ever, did they? And I was kind of thinking if maybe that was gonna be something in the third one, like maybe she's in the system somewhere, but they they never even hint to that. So. No. I, th- I think you're right. The father-son angle is, is the way they decided yeah. to follow that up. Mm. Uh, gosh, where do we go from here, my friends? Because we're we're at the at the dinner scene. Sans is trying to get back. He wants to get back to the real world and get help for his dad, right? So he right. has to get back to the portals, and this is how we get to the caster stuff, right? Because right. Uh, because Cora yeah, sends yeah, him to find caster, or yeah. uh, sends him to find caster who's going to send him to Zeus. But caster and Zeus are the same person, as a surprise to no one. Right. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a good twist, man. Listen, I really like Michael Sheen as an actor. I really, yeah. really awesome. do. He's yeah. great. Awesome. But I, I, I thought the decision to be David Bowie was weird. Yeah. But I mean, did did Bowie just pass away before this? I can't remember. No, 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 no. no it was much after. Later. Yeah. Much later. Okay. It was. It was much it was later. Okay. Two thousand eighteen, right? Was it? Uh, yeah. I, that sounds it's just in the last couple of years he passed away. I want to yes, say it you're right. It was, it was more recently than I'm thinking. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah, that that was interesting though. The, it was the, the, 2016. The kind of like the Ziggy Stardust, uh, you know, yeah. visual of him. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's this movie could use a larger than life showman type character. Like, I mean, honestly, like as much as I love Sam Flynn, he's not that charismatic. Right. He's not Jeff Bridges from the first movie. Who's kind of like a goofball, but super smart. Mm-hmm. He's just, a, I don't know, a guy who jumps off of buildings and is and hates cops. <laughs> or doesn't really hate cops, likes running from cops. Yeah. Right. Well, Biggest they, shareholder. 
And then the whole thing, you know, going back to that scene, which is like the opening of the movie, I, I just felt like they were ripping off Batman. What, when he's jumping off the building? When he's, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm your boss. I run this company, even though you don't know who yeah. I am. I was like, that's oh, so uh, Batman uh-huh. right now. Well, I mean, in the Christian Bale, uh, Batman Begins, he does the same. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Says, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. totally channel that, uh, uh, yeah. you know, for, for Sam. Where he's like, I didn't steal anything. Yeah, it's all mine to begin with. Boom. And I, I didn't have a problem with, with Sam's uh, uh, putting that program up on the on the thing for uh, up on the web for free. I thought that was I liked that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that that's also very Flynn. Yeah. So mm-hmm. no, no, that all makes sense to me. Like, but it was a lot of the other stuff with that character. I had some some quirks. See, I really thought this company was going to be trying to get into the grid. You know, they were going to find out that you know that Flynn had gone in there. They didn't. You know, he could still be stuck. But I thought they were going to be like, oh, let's figure this out and we can send people there to the next, you know, the, the next frontier. Yeah. As we go take over the grid. Well, and let's let's talk about, about, about Clue here. Let's get back to Clue because like, part of his plan involves he has to have uh, uh, Flynn's ident disc, right? Mm-hmm. Was it ever clarified why? Uh, I think that the code on that door. disc can only one that could go through the portal. That- yeah. Right. Okay, so, so he, he doesn't want random programs just walking out and getting a hot dog. I still don't understand how random programs would go in the real world. Like they're not right. a physical thing. No, but if we you can put a physical person yeah. into the digital world, yeah, they're just saying, yeah. oh, well, we could do the opposite, right? So, so, okay. so he, I don't know how. Printer, but... thank you. He'd come 3D out of he come out as a yeah. floppy disk, right? They, that's right. that's what would happen. If they had cut to a three D printer making Cora out of like just a lump <laughs> of meat. Right. It became like a real doll. Yeah, and she was just like. Well, I do have a like. Do these programs feel pain? I, apparently, they always scream when why? they die. Yeah, yeah, why would you program them to feel pain? Because they're not sadist. actually feeling pain. They just know the end is coming, and they, oh. they self-preservation exists within their programming. Or maybe it's like some kind of emulation of of, of humans, since that's what Flynn designed them to be like. Maybe. <laughs> If I were to I'm try to see explain if, it, if, if, uh, what got injured, but you never really see a program get injured and experience pain, or do you? No, Cora's the only one who has an injury. Everyone else no. dies horribly from right. A, they a, instantly a derailed. She's, she's, she's not. I see so. programs that are just previously injured and like you know half his face is gone or you know things like that, but they're not acting in pain. I mean, right. yeah, well, they weren't hit with like a, a deadly disc or whatever these weird right. light swords well, are I that guess... are not lightsabers. <laughs> no. Not no. lightsabers. No. It's not no. I wish. In the first movie with your boy Ram, he he was seen to be experiencing pain when he was slowly de-resing, when he was doing right. that like, my user, my user, my user, like all that <laughs> stuff. Like that seems to be some kind of... Tron or Flynn. Help Tron. Right, Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, so Ram I guess... would be back in the third movie if it had happened. Right. I mean, so I guess I don't know if it's so much pain or is it just they know that their 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 program is coming to an end. And... Right. So you know, it's just like a oh my god, the world is uh, I'm fading to black or a b- big blue screen. It's probably what they get. Like a, like a... <laughs> whoops, something's gone wrong. So, yeah. oh, that's hilarious. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. I, I I know I'm sounding like a real. I I didn't I didn't hate the movie, but I I didn't really understand a lot of it. I think the plot is terrible. I really do. Yeah. But it's it's a fun movie to look at. But, but at a certain point, it it 
it kind of becomes the first movie over again, I think. Oh, it is. And it, that that always bothers me about any sequel, even even a franchise that I am emotionally invested in. I hate it when you start retreading, unless it's like a time travel thing, and you're kind of supposed to. I was I was fine with it in this case because it had been twenty years. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying, you know, it's okay to retread a little bit to get new people into it. If they had made Tron three and retreaded Tron Legacy or. 82 Tron, I would have been annoyed. I would have been like, okay, let's do new ideas now. Yeah, and I think the part that, that really kind of got me was was when they were on like the I I, not, I I don't know the name. I'm sorry, but it's like that that slow train that long that goes along like that light rail. Uh, the it's like a solar sailor or something. Solar yeah, sailor, solar yeah, yeah. Because like that's straight out of the first one, and it was just like this. It was like, oh, here's a time for all the exposition. We don't have, we uh-huh. can't get out otherwise. Yeah. Right. We we can have a chance to have a father son talk before I die. Spoiler. Right. And does he need to but die? There's... That's one thing I wanted to bring is up. Is he like, dead? Or is he dead? Is my question. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. They had to merge together. Like he uh-huh. absorbed his program I think into he himself. He just became a program. Okay. Or, oh, you know, know, he's like MCP now. He's just basically like a floating head of Jeff Bridges. Well, the MCP was absorbing other programs, remember? So did he yeah. absorb Clue back into himself, and is yeah. just going to start absorbing? Uh, was Clue? Maybe I missed that. Was Clue absorbing programs similar to what the Master Control was doing? He was. I know he was like he could rewrite programs. Yeah, he was rewriting. He was like assimilating. Yeah, that's them that's what he was like drawn. Borg army, but he yeah. wasn't like like sucking in their knowledge, similar to what MCP was doing. He, there was none of that. Not that I saw. And this one, yeah. He probably could do that. But he had Cor- pretty much every function. Core did say that he that Flynn wouldn't survive the recombination. Well, how does she? I mean, all right, she's an I, 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 yeah, well, I mean, apparently, she honestly, they could bring him back if they wanted to. They just, of course, know, some yeah, well, I mean, apparently, she knows how to grow food in a digital world yeah. so they can all eat, I guess. Yes, there'll be a 3D printer with a lump of meat that's slowly <laughs> etching out Jeff Bridges. I, more... I, I just listened to that story on Tony Kornreiser today, so I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did so too. Did Maybe that's why it's fresh in my brain. Yeah, the three of us have listened oh. to it. <laughs> I was like, I, when I was hearing this, like, they got to be talking about the t- the the the, the, the TK this consciously, yes. <laughs> I, I forgot I listened to that because it's so long ago. <laughs> why won't? Like, why weren't more hours? ISOs created? Well, there were there were supposed to be a lot of them, and then Clue it kills was. them all. Clue to murder them. Yeah, murder them, but they spontaneously appeared. Oh, like why are they keeping just spontaneous? Just kills them anytime they pop up. So he's just constantly. They're, they're like yeah. ants that get in your house. You're just constantly yeah. taking care of them, and then somehow there's ants back, and they just take care of them again. Well, now that Cora is in the real world, uh, she and and Sam can make little ISO half human, half user babies. But they specifically said she was the last of them. And I said, that's yeah, hard yeah. to believe. If there was a whole race of these things that others aren't somewhere in the underground well, of this grid somewhere else. You know, like, I, yeah, well, I got this fixed. This is no problem. To okay. Fix. What's oh, jeez. When you play a shooter video game, there are certain spawn points after you die. Clue has figured out all the spawn points and just, and just put there. a gun there. <laughs> right. So whenever an ISO spawns, it's just pop, 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 and he immediately die. And everyone also. Made- Everyone wants to know why I don't play Call of Duty online with you guys. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so Flynn said that something, something like the conditions were right and they they uh, they appeared. Right. But like after Clue took over and, and started doing crazy stuff, the conditions are no longer right. No more spawned. There you go. That's fixed it too. See? It all works. This adds up, man. 
Yeah. All right. So, so let me, let me, let me. Finish. I know I've been really negative, <laughs> and I know you guys love this movie, so I'm, 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 I'm really trying not to piss anybody off. But I did really enjoy the, uh, what is it, like the light gliders? Is that what they wanted to call them? The, like butterfly oh, wing yeah. things. Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. yeah. The aerial pursuit. The guys. The aerial pursuit stuff. You know, when they're or the the ships at the end. Yeah, the ships. The I like them. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're called, like, light yeah. ships or light... I, I forget. Cora says what they are real quick. I thought that was a cool scene. I like the way that played out. Yeah. And I like... Oh, it I, looks amazing. And I did like when Tron kind of starts to figure out that he's Tron. Yeah, and he fights for the users. Fights for the users, exactly. Yeah. I, I did dig that, and I that got me a little bit in the goosebumps, okay? Yeah. I was and like, you oh. see his color switch over, setting up Tron three, which is never gonna happen. Well, I know, and that was the real bummer about it because I kept waiting for like Tron to like run out, like it's like Royal Rumble or something, and start hitting uh, people with steel chairs, like Stone Cold style. <laughs> someone said we're not gonna talk about wrestling <laughs> on this podcast, and who brings it up? <laughs> <laughs> Got to poke the bear sometimes, buddy. I know. <laughs> no, it's just like Edge but, coming back. But no, I mean. You, I, Again, like, it's it's been eleven years, so I know there's no Tron three. So I was just like, why didn't they like? Why doesn't Tron just show up and be a badass in the final scene here? Would have been great, like if he, you know, if uh, Clue went after Sam, and Tron just showed up and knocked him off the bridge. You would have been like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, or then, or like when when Flynn lives. or yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Like when 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 Flynn is is getting ready to, you know, Clue and Flynn are coming together, and then Tron just shows up and is like, hey, by the way, ka-chow, right across yeah. the face. Hit him right in the mush. Also, why can't Tron defeat Clue? Oh, Tron could defeat Clue. Come on. I agree. I was like, I don't think he caught him would make guard. a program. I don't think Tron or Flynn would make a program that could defeat Tron because Tron's there to protect the protect the system. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he good. ever thought Clue would turn on him. But... And did he take Yori too, or did he separate Tron from his love and put him in this new world? Good oh, question. good that question. That was not addressed at all. Yes, that yeah, talked about it at all. Yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's why. Uh, like, you know, he invented, you know, he, he introduced like kissing and sex into <laughs> that universe. He was the great corrupter. That's why he had to start a new system because it turned into like a Pornhub website. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he went in there and was like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I got to start over. We got to start from scratch. Like, <laughs> Oops, I broke it. <laughs> I think you're dead on about that, Reagan. Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so our heroes, uh, Flynn saves his kid, saves Cora, and they go through the portal. They emerge in the real world. They are back at the arcade. Alan's there, and it, it's like this weirdly ambiguous. Amb, amb, uh, there's a lot of ambiguity <laughs> in the ending. Like, uh-huh. like, all right, what's going to happen now? And then you just, you know, Sam's going to take over the company. He's going to get Encom back on track, apparently. Sure. But we don't the know anything else. It's going to hunt Cora ET style, though. You would imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like how are you, you explaining this chick? She's not human. Of course, every government agency is going to be after her. And again, I, I'm willing to accept that, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a being of matter can be digitized and then reverse digitized back into the real world. I still don't know how you reverse digitize something that's has no matter. It has no matter. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, yeah. again, I, I, I understand there's a certain incredulity here that we have to accept, but that one was pushing it for me. <laughs> I mean, how no, many sci-fi that. movies do we talk about? You must have matter to move between blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's it's like the transporters in Star Trek. They got, uh, you know, old files of old matter replications and they can just 
you know, bring an older version of you back to life. Well, and, they and, wanted to. And obviously Reagan's a 3D meat printer, so there yeah. you go. I, I was trying to get away from the 3D meat printer. <laughs> so you went so to I Star went Trek. To, I went to Star Trek. You know, I, I went to my <laughs> safe space where I was like, here we go. <laughs> I, I think I've covered. I think we've covered the majority of the movie. But were there any specifics you guys wanted to co- get to that we hadn't talked about yet? I covered my notes, except for the. I, you know what? There was yeah. my, one of my notes I didn't talk about was uh, fireworks. I don't understand why there's fireworks. Because they look awesome. <laughs> hey, he puts on a show. Yeah, he put like that whole scene is awesome. So so Clue is Clue is like a, he's he's like a he's like a, a Roman Caesar. You know, so the games are about yeah. all about distraction and in in uh, you know. Pomp and circumstance. So fireworks too. Why not? Yeah, because their lives are garbage. Apparently, you go to the one bar, you go to Castor's bar, and watch Daft Punk play, which is probably cool, but that's the only place to go. Like, <laughs> how do you know that's the only bar? I mean, that, yeah, there's that's a whole that's there's a whole the city bar, they show. I bet right? there's other right. bars. And we I, we should mention too. I, I, I just to elaborate, like that is that is the scene where the others where the one siren shows up again. To sort yeah, of right. lead Jim. Sand, yeah, Jim, not Jim in the holograms though, unfortunately, because that would no, be cooler. No. Um, yeah, what did you go watch that movie? Sure. Was, of, of course, I did not watch that movie. <laughs> I didn't hear you cover it on the Tomcast podcast, but no, I mean not yet. Maybe we'll do a rewind theater for it because you know oh, it's just instant right. classic. I'm sure. Well, that means I have to watch Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just watch like GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra you know, instead? Why don't you and I do a commentary track for it? <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be a great one. <laughs> I can hear, I can see Ryan rolling his eyes at it already. <laughs> I mean, that might be entertaining because no one's gonna like it. I mean, that's like, I, unless you guys—that's a play, guaranteed hate, 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 right? Unless you guys try to play it where you love everything and like sell it, and that could be funny too because I know you're lying. So I, I, I just, I just enjoy you don't it. know me. I know. Oh my gosh, that's true. So yeah, I mean, did, but did you guys have any other points you wanted to get to? I hit all my notes. We got them all, huh? At least for Reagan. <laughs> I, mean, I think we covered everything that I had. Yeah, like we talked about, like I thought the Jeff Bridges CGI didn't look great no, in 2021. It's, it's terrifying. Everything else in this movie looks amazing. It's oh, a yeah. visually striking film, no doubt about it. I got no complaints about that. We talked a little bit about the about the costumes and, and, and you know, we mentioned how you need a lot of batteries and they only lasted for 12 minutes. But those they made those 12 yeah. minutes work. And they they weren't allowed to sit down, nope, no because sitting. if they sat down, they would break the the filaments. Yeah, they had to like oh, really? they, didn't they like yeah, lean back? Yeah, they had in, like boards. Yeah, that you would like lean on, like Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I, I I don't think they. No, it, it's this one. I was like in the first one, could they sit? But the first one was like ballet outfits, right? You know, like tight. Right. I like yeah. This one I they had like costumes. weird they like cool. tripods. That like they could like lean up against. Okay. And then like as soon as that they'd be like action or you know, turn your suit on, action, scene was over, turn it off quickly. Cause apparently, you know, that's where all the hundred and seventy million dollar went. Batteries. All the stands. Batteries, Batteries and stands. <laughs> yeah. I I I think the biggest takeaway from the from the movie, um that I have is is you know, we we've we've talked a little bit about how they had these these grand hopes to make it into a trilogy and to do a part three, but mm. this this movie seems to be the reason why you don't hold anything back, because <laughs> you may not no. get to make part three. You got to go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another movie that's not associated with you, that stars a a great actor, 
might just fuck everything up. And then the company's like, we're just going to buy comics in Star Wars. And yeah, I, I can't begrudge them any of that. <laughs> no, I, I love everything they've done. Like it's I'm, yeah. I'm for all of that. Like the Disney Plus television shows. But like I, I would love a Tron, you know, Disney Plus show. But if it's not animated, it's way too expensive to do. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, man. And, and, and I mean, unless something that would be kind of cool if they went retro and made it look 80s, like the 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like those effects can't be expensive in today's yeah. standards. You don't think they could do something like they do with the Mandalorian, just in one, you know, static one, room? Oh, they, maybe, maybe they yeah, could. I mean, not that that's. That. I'm not saying the Mandalorian's cheap to produce because yeah. it's not, but that's got to be cheaper than you know, yeah. building massive sets and everything, especially for something yeah. that's supposed to be majority yeah. of it in a computer generated grid. I mean, the whole series could concentrate just on inside the grid. They wouldn't even have to focus yeah. on the the Earth world if they. Sure. I mean, you would have to imagine that that Disney is is trying to build more of those volume sets as fast as they humanly can. Because from what I've heard, like productions are lined up to use it. Yeah. It's going to save them well, tons of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Tron, a Tron series would work really well with that. I, I do as well. The, the, what the, would the, you the, want that... to watch in a Tron series? I don't know. I I think you could get some good backstory. I mean, they they were. They were just making up too wide of a net of plot for this mm-hmm. one. I think you could narrow down some stories within the. The only problem is they don't really. Tron hasn't had an opportunity to build up, you know, other than a few main characters, characters that you know to to, you know, build. It would have to be a whole new group of you know programs within the. Yeah. That you'd have to, you know, strike. Well, I mean, I think quickly. just recap. Like Bruce Boxleiter has said, he's done. After Tron Three got canceled, he was like, it, "It's mm-hmm. I'm getting older. Like I'm not not well, putting the spandex on again." I, I'm sure you read the same thing I read about how he wasn't even in the first draft he, he of wasn't the script. In, yeah. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Well, it, it, the movie's about Kevin Flynn, but you can't call the movie Flynn. Don't it's dis, weird. Don't diss Alan. Like, I love Alan. <laughs> and I love Tron. Like. So I, it, that's why I would like to, like, if they did a Disney Plus show, I would like it to actually be about Tron, much like Tron Uprising was. But even that wasn't really about Tron. That was more about uh, Elijah Wood character. Oh, I can't remember what the renegade's name is. Renegade. Yeah. Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, <laughs> it is Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> or Bart Simpson for that one season he took over for Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> No, I th- I think Ryan has a really great point. I mean, th- th- this you know another another flaw of the movie is that there's there's so much nostalgia stuff which works on a, on a certain level, but there's not a, not a lot of world building for for future right. installments. Right. I think that's a really great point about like maybe why this franchise kind of like cut itself off at the knees. Maybe they needed like an underground movement or something where you met. Other they, characters that were trying to save ISOs and they, they you had know, besides just they murdered them. Right, that's what I mean. Besides just like, there's If he lived, yeah. he'd be like, oh, let's go. Like, I don't even know his name because he died and it doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we need to talk about that when uh, Flynn shows up like Jesus and puts his hand on the ground and. Yeah, yeah that's true. Rally, that, like the music cue to that, and then all of. Clues guards get murdered by civilians. And it's awesome. <laughs> no, there's some good. There's a woman drops to her knees. Sequences. 
But then the, you know, but you also have like Caster Zeus being all super weird and like using that cane to like shoot off lightning. Wait, he shakes the disc by his ear to hear the secrets. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so goofy that I'm like, I mean, have fun. Like this is what these movies are about. Like have some good times. Yeah, fair enough. And, and he had a good time. You could tell he was having fun. No, like, like visually, this movie's exciting. I, I I cannot deny that at all. It, it's it's fun to look at. It's fun to watch. I, I wish Sam was a more charismatic character. I also wish they gave him a little bit more to do. I obviously yeah. think the plot's it's borderline Fair stupid. Bones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it it's like a it's a vehicle for nostalgia, which is it, it could be so much more. It is rife with potential. Right. And I, I guess that's my, my biggest knock on it is like is it, it doesn't even come close to maximizing his potential, much like Reagan. Yeah, that's true about me. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, that's, it's true about me too, bud. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I sit here in my basement, surrounded by Tron toys, <laughs> I have so dude, uh, these Funko Pops could kill me if they fall over. I know. I was about to say, at the top, sitting in a room surrounded by about eight million baby Yodas. <laughs> If they rise up, it's over. <laughs> this better not be a toaster right, situation. Just throw some bone broth on the ground and they'll just slurp it out of the carpet and you can get away from it. <laughs> I have to get some macaroons out. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Box office Rob, do you have anything else you want to add, my friend? I'm thinking about it. Um... <laughs> You're so contemplative. I mean... You and you and Reagan well, are, are by far the finish. the diehards. I mean, like like you guys' nicknames are you know your clue and he's Ram. I mean, right, you right. guys breathe and yeah, live this yeah. shit. So I you know bring it on. Tell me I'm, tell me I'm, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm a doof. Whatever whatever you want, bring it. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Brian, do you remember what theater you saw this in and who you were with? Did I see this in theaters? Yes, you did. I must have been That's with you. That's right there. <laughs> yeah, I must have been with you. I, I, I feel you like I we did, but I wasn't positive that I saw it in theaters. I thought maybe I saw it later on cable. but yeah, I'm glad I saw it in theaters. I wish I remembered it better because I feel like this would be really good watch in a theater setting rather than at home just for that big screen. Did you I'd make... like to say I saw it at Uptown, but I don't know if it played at the Uptown. Saw Regal. But... Well, yeah. hasn't it been established on your show that Reagan's never been to the Uptown? That is true. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we didn't. That's right. That is Which true. is strange. Or I mean, it's gone now. But, I mean, gone. It's dead. Yeah. R.I.P. But um, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was the best place to go see movies in I the nineties. I'm not a big line stander. Like, no, I understand. I'm I'm not anymore. I, I did it for the Uptown a bunch of times with with, with yeah. your brother. Well, that that's usually how you had to go see. You had to show up like three hours before the movie to get tickets. I like, yeah. it was something big, and the only yeah. ones we really stood in line. Well, no, Star Wars, Star Wars, the, Star, Matrix, Star Wars releases, and then we did the Matrix too. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a few that we we stood in line outside. It wasn't ever that bad. You were just like a block. You just had to wait for the doors to open, right? Like it wasn't mm-hmm. the Star Wars one. I remember being a while, but yeah. I don't know. That thing did, did Mark camp out for Star Wars movies at Regal. Mark stood. Mark stood in line for us. Uh, yeah. yeah, at Regal, while a bunch of us were at work. Gentleman and a scholar. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely was. Um, let me ask you guys. Okay, so let me ask you a question to kind of like wrap things up here. Uh, again, obviously, Reagan and Rob are the big 
big, 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 big Tron guys here. But what is what is the virtual reality world you would want to live in? Oh. Like, would you want to live in Tron? Would you want to live in the Don't Matrix? Don't ask Reagan really this question. Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you all want you to think about what you just asked. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know. I, I know why I asked this <laughs> all question. Right. All right, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Uh, like dark place. I mean, it's great for me, but if like, like uh, if somebody else got shot into my my world like uh sam flynn mm-hmm. i wouldn't be living in a cave somewhere that's a pretty cool nice cave though I it was like, a nice like cave is mine would be a lot more uh adult rated would it would it look grid like or would it look earth like like or, or is it like probably earth like i don't think i'd want to live i don't think i'd want to live in the grid is what i was the, getting to with all that the lights comment. and stuff I mean, yeah uh, that's that's another thing. Like like Flynn designed this. I was like, God, it's so dark and like cloudy. I was like, did Clue do that when he blew stuff up? But I I guess it's all always... oh, even the scenes before that. A yeah. had the coup was pretty dark and stuff. Yeah, I was like, he could have designed anything, no? I mean, at that point, well, no, I guess I not. It was still eighty nine when he disappeared, either. so I don't think they had like it wouldn't have yeah. looked like the Windows XP background or anything in there, which is yeah. what I prefer. Like if I was living in like, a <laughs> virtual world. Uh, flying toasters or no like the you know what was this like sunshine and beach or whatever it was you know like the yeah. clouds uh i think that's why i use it work so yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's old man you gotta upgrade um well, <laughs> but what, what i really what i really meant though was was like it, of of movies like of the movies no. that we've seen so like would you would you prefer to be in the matrix would you prefer to be on the grid no. would you would you be in ready player no. one like what what's is All any right. of these appealing if, if it's down to like tron original the matrix or Tron Legacy, it's I'm living in the Matrix. Like, feed me steak, make me somebody famous. So you're Joey Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One million percent. I'm definitely gonna sell out Neo. Can't do it fast enough. See, I forget right. what they call it, but like, I would do the thing in in Ready Player One, because then I could just like live in all my movies, all my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was like, what? You're gonna unite everybody? No, no, no. Like, I just want to like. Oh. I, I forget what they call that world. I, I forget too. But I mean, the fact that you could like bounce into like all your favorite movies, you go to Back to the Future and go to Star Wars, you can go into Ghostbusters and just like yeah. live in those worlds for a while. Like I would do that. I mean, when the when that kid pulls out the glaive and throws it, <laughs> I forgot about the glaive. <laughs> I am like, oh shit, that just happened in the new movie. <laughs> right, it's pretty great when a random kid pulls out a glaive and throws I'm, it. I'm sure it is. It's a, they get stuck in a beast. They couldn't get it back out. <laughs> that See, would have been awesome, but no. They don't do it. They don't do it in in the in the movie uh, version of Ready Player One. But Ryan, you could go live in like all those John Hughes comedies from the eighties. Oh, sweet! <laughs> you could be Cameron. Yeah. Uh, what if you uh, live in like the Kevin Smith uh, View Skew universe? Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be fine, but it'd just be like re- reliving our youth in a lot of ways. I mean, like, I, I, I isn't that what this podcast are all about every day? Yeah, yeah. these yeah, podcasts I mean, are all I guess about it would that. Be go- <laughs> bad to go back to my own past and just relive it sure i mean i i i i'd be down with that <laughs> only if i can remember what i know and try to make things better make better choices i imagine that more fun right like, well it's vr you can do whatever you want right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, no, just, you just, just can never like leave dark and civil war yeah where he's just reliving his, his parents going away for the right. last time oh and mm-hmm. pissing off jake gyllenhaal good bad yeah. idea yeah. <laughs> spider-man's gonna pay for that one hmm Oh, Ryan probably hasn't seen that one yet. Barf or puke? I think he called it barf. 
Has Ryan seen that one yet? Are we, are we spoiling Spider-Man movies for Ryan? He's seen the, but he no. said he saw both Spider-Mans, right? I, both, I saw both Spider-Mans, yeah. It's it's so hitter. Like, he's seen like eight of the movies. Like, no, I know I you watched four recently. Yeah, I am. So I'm, you're off to like 12. Yeah, I'm far. Like, I'm in two thirds in, man. I'm, I'm only a few. <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I, I heard. Just Reagan... in the last last five weeks, I've, I, before I was like eight and I've watched like six in the last, what, three, four weeks. So, I mean, yeah. I've almost and, and doubled my almost, knowledge. And also, yeah. he did do some homework and, and started on a new franchise. Yeah. Which one? PSG, man. Oh, that's yeah. right. You did challenge him to watch Battlestar. Yeah. <laughs> we we got an episode coming out about it. All right, all right. Don't want to spoil too much, but well, I mean it's BSG. Like you, if you know, you know. Well, I mean it's only twenty years old at this point. <laughs> well, not quite. I mean we're seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. By the time Ryan finishes, it could be twenty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good show though. All right. Show. Well, listen. Let, let's borrow a little little bit from from the Coesg podcast and and ask the question: uh, Is Tron Legacy? A good movie. A million percent. Like, <laughs> easiest question ever asked. This movie is beautiful. It hits nostalgia points. It has Jeff Bridges in it. <laughs> and what, what more do you want from I, If Kurt Russell had walked by the camera and just winked at me and then kept walking, <laughs> I would have been like, oh, this is the best movie of all time. <laughs> Box office Rob? <laughs> I definitely think this is a good movie. Yes, the effects are great. The soundtrack is great. The plot is good, ish. What? It's, you know, it's enough to. It's passable. I'm gonna give it a pass. But I will watch this movie over and over again. I just love it. You know, that's what they say about this podcast. Is good, ish. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right. Ryan, what do you got? I mean, I cannot say the plot is good because I thought the plot was weak on this movie. It's, but, it's weak I mean, sauce. <laughs> I tried to look at it in a way because in my memory, I was instantly going to hate it and disappoint Reagan. And But I watched it and I was like, the nostalgia is really good. The, the, the visuals and the sound is good. And I put myself and I was like, what if I knew nothing of Tron? Would I like this movie? I said, I'd probably be really confused and just think the plot was just like whatever, but I'd still be interested in the movie, right? So I'm always struggling. I want to give it the, it's fine, but I'm going to tip the scales too. And again, it's tipping the scales again unfairly, honestly, because of my, my childhood nostalgia for the original Tron. And then again, the the just the visual and the sound of it I'm pushing this one over, surprisingly enough, to make Reagan happy to the oh, good dude, side. You believe in miracles. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Because the plot is not good, despite what Rob said. <laughs> despite those lies, those lies Rob's spitting over there, the plot is the thinnest. I mean, it's like dancing it's, on dental floss. It, it really is, is so thin. It is not good, but... I'm, again, it's it's just the childhood nostalgia blinding me, and then just the the visuals and 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 sound of the the, the movie that brings me there. Um, as is often the case with your podcast, I I kind of find myself on Ryan's side of the fence. Uh, and and I don't have I don't have the nostalgia that Ryan has for it. But as 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 are the rules on your podcast is come on, it's so good, or it's come on, it's still bad. Right? It's, right, right. It's a co is right. G or a co is B. 
And I I don't want to, I, I can't say it's a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's not really a good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's better good than bad. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like Log. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> ish. As Rob said. <laughs> it is definitely good-ish. Come on, it's still good-ish. The spinoff podcast coming soon. Yeah, it's not a great name. Or come on, is still fine. Yeah, nobody's gonna download. Come on, is still fine. Yeah. Well, they might think it's a different kind of a podcast than what yeah. you're aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boys, thank you so much for doing this. I'm I'm sorry it took so long for us to complete the the crossover, but uh, I think I I think it's been worth the wait, right? Absolutely. By yeah. all means, plug the podcast. Tell them where they can find you. All right, I'm going to get it right oh, this time. Yeah, good I, was gonna, I was going to say, you should probably let Rob do it, because he's the one that <laughs> probably does it. This is all Rob's right. thing. Rob, hit it. <laughs> all, right, all right. You can find us at coisgpod.com. That's C-O-I-S-G-P-O-D.com. Of course, there's links to our Twitter, our Instagram, and all that good stuff. I like that, Rob. Thank you. That was goodish. <laughs> Come on, it's still goodish. <laughs> I'm perfect at goodish. <laughs> well, Rob, Ryan, Reagan, you are, are three of my, my oldest, longest lasting friendships, and I treasure you all immensely. Uh, and I hope we can all do more podcasts together soon. Absolutely. Robin Hood of Prince of Thieves just sitting in that bag. <laughs> oh, my God. I just watched that last night. Did, oh, did you wow. really? I did. It was on BBC America, and uh, I can't turn I, it off. It's one of those movies I can't right. turn off. I love me some Hans Gruber in that movie. Brian, don't shake your head no already. <laughs> I didn't say no. I mean, it has like, Brian Adams soundtrack. Kevin I, Costner, that's all I could think of as soon as you say that. British accent. <laughs> you know, he doesn't even really try, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> all right. <I'm> aware. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I will talk to you all very soon. Thanks again for doing this. No problem, brother. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. Hey, all right, we are back. Thank you so much for checking that out. I hope you had as much fun with that conversation as I did. Again, thank you to Rob and Ryan and Reagan for sitting down with me today and completing the the back half of this this Tron Duology crossover podcast. Co is G is the podcast. We're going to play a little promo from those guys uh, at the end here in in just a moment. Excuse me. But, uh, 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 yeah, it's it's interesting. I didn't get into it too much. I mean, the the guys know this already, but and you you have probably deduced from from the conversation that Tron is sort of this weird anomaly uh, in in my it's it's this weird it's so it's so it's a blind spot for me. It's like it's like a pop culture blind spot for me. I I I didn't I don't know I don't know why I don't know how I missed out on it. But Tron was not something that I watched endlessly uh, when I, when I was young in the in the eighties. It was not a movie I grew up with. Uh, for whatever reason, and I, the more I think about it, I think it's honestly because we could never rent it. It was always out. It was always gone. I think the video was stolen. They just like kept the box on the shelf, and we never got to rent it. And I think that was part of the reason why uh, I never had, I, I never quite developed the affinity for it that that these guys have for it. And and that's on me. You know, I take some responsibility for that. Uh, but I, I I hope it lended. It, to a fun conversation at the very least. So <laughs> there is that. There is that going on for it. So again, a great time. I hope you all had a blast. It was fun for me to watch these movies. It was my first time seeing Tron Legacy. And and uh, again, 
I think my appreciation for the first Tron grew as I was watching Legacy. You know, I, I talked about some of the plot problems that I had with it. Uh, and while I do, I, while I admit I do have that blind spot for it in my childhood, I can, I can recognize that Tron is an important movie cinematically for, for its advancements and its developing of, of computer technology, you know, and that helped change cinema. There's, and there's a couple movies, uh, that I, uh, personally credit for, for that development. And, and Tron is one of them. And the other is, 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 uh, a, another favorite of mine, uh, the last starfighter, which is maybe that's a movie I should sit down with the, with the boys, uh, to review again, because that is the last starfighter is a good time. <laughs> and maybe they feel differently. Maybe they don't have the nostalgia for Last Starfighter the way that I do. So that, that could be a fun one to to uh, have a sequel episode for with the, with the, with the gang from Co is G. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you all so much for checking this out. I hope, again, I say it again, I hope you've had as much fun with this as I have. It was a blast. I want to thank my, my, my official members of Pophead Nation. Thank you so much to the Aspenil Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. He's the co-host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast that I recommend highly. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. Thank you to the Squidmaster General, Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing, making all the delicious beers right here in San Diego, California. Thank you for, for being members, and I hope you're enjoying the bonus content. It's all about that bonus content. Remember to please like, subscribe, share the show with all your friends, family, enemies, loved ones, not-so-loved ones, your pets, your neighbor's pets, all of it, all of it. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, and so many, many more. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, if you can take the time to do a five-star review, that would be so helpful, and you would have my gratitude forever. All right, we have to get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the promo for the CoSG pod on right now. So I'll see y'all next time. Ciao, babes. Greetings, programs. The good guys here from Come On, It's, it's still, still Good. The only show on the internet where we watch retro movies and see if they still hold up and put a stamp on them. You may be asking yourself, Just who are the good guys? I am your undefeated champ, Reagan. And along with me, as always, is my brother, Ryan. Hello there. And with us is our other brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. At Co's G, we watch the movies of yesterday. Today, so tomorrow. You may want to. I pull a new movie out of our mystery movie bag every week. I suffer through them. And I try to keep the show on the rails. Along with our producer, E, we are Co's G. Rob, where can the good people find us? Uh, they can go to coisgpod.com. That's C-O-I-S-G-P-O-D.com. There's links to our Twitter, our Instagram, and people can download our episodes at Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. New episodes every Wednesday. End of line. Great story. Compelling and rich. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions!